So this episode is going to be sponsored by my own Vertical Video Marketing Academy, which is my one-on-one coaching program for content creators, coaches, and entrepreneurs who are looking to up their game with vertical video. So if that sounds like you and you're ready to start converting attention to revenue and you're just not sure where to get started, make sure to check out information. I'll have it in my description box as well as you can find it on my YouTube channel and Instagram where if you are not following me, please make sure you are following Shelly Saves the Day on Instagram because I post a lot about social media and how you can use it to your advantage. Okay, starting with, these are in no particular order, okay? So it's not like a countdown of most important things. These are just things that I believe that we can leave behind in 2020, all right? So the first thing is you need to stop waiting. You don't need permission from anyone to finally get started. And if you're one of those people who are saying, I will get started when I have this piece of equipment or when I lose 10 pounds or when I figure out how to do editing or whatever it is, just stop right there because the road that you are on, this journey of entrepreneurship or video creation or social media presence, it is always going to be a long winding road with so many things to learn and you're never going to be finished. There's no end destination because you're always going to look back at stuff and think, I could have done this better. I could have done things different, but there's no point in putting out a perfect video once five years from now, instead of learning along the way for the next five years about taking messy action and putting things out there because we learn by doing, and that's how we grow. We don't learn by trying to chase perfection. Now, It is always good to want to be better and continue learning, but you don't have to graduate from a certain level before you can start making videos. And that's the biggest thing I tell people is get started, stop waiting. You don't have to learn everything before you get started. All you have to learn is the next thing that helps you move forward. And then after you've learned that, you bring in one other thing and then you learn that. Okay, so stop making, start a YouTube channel, something that you'll do next week, next month, next year. Do it now. Okay, number two, stop your own negativity. It's in your head and you're always believing you can't be successful. You can't start on YouTube because it's too saturated. And here's the thing is there's never been a better time to create a YouTube channel. There's tons of countries still coming online. There's still an audience to create. It is not a time to come in with a really bad YouTube channel for very long because people's standards have risen over time and that's fine. But it doesn't mean that you can't find an audience and people out there that are into the same things that you are and you can build your own community. So stop thinking that this algorithm hates new channels and is trying to keep you down. It's not true. And if you think about the fact that YouTube lets you host all of your content for free, it doesn't charge you to host your content. That is amazing. It gives everyone the same opportunity to go out there and create content that you want to share with the world and find a bunch of like-minded people, okay? There's all sorts of educational like channels and tutorials and everything about how to be a small creator, right? Or how to learn about all of the things that YouTube has in place for you. 
it's not about the algorithm, okay? It's just not. So stop believing that success on YouTube is this finite resource that we all have to fight over because there is no one success pie. It's not one pie. There's lots of pie for everyone. There's blueberry pie for gamers, okay? And there's like strawberry pie for DIYers. And there's pumpkin pie for all of the tech channels or whatever. Insert whatever type of pie. And they all have pie for everyone. It's not one. You don't have to fight over the sliver and slice. It's fine. There is success available to everyone. So stop believing that it's only for certain people and you have to fight out all those people because really they're not your competition. They could actually become your collaborators later. Okay. Number three, I think we're on number three, right? Stop copy pasting. We used to call it copy pasta, but stop trying to be an exact copy of someone else instead of being an original you. Okay. You don't have to be perfect. You can be exactly as you are and people will respond to it. You are unique in the fact that your life circumstances and situations that you've been through, it's all been a learning experience to bring you to the type of person that you are and other people will find that interesting. So stop trying to be Philip DeFranco because there's only one Philip DeFranco. Stop trying to be Rosanna Pancino because there's only one Rosanna Pancino. Be the best and most authentic self that you can be and realize that it's okay not to be liked by everyone and it's okay if they are liking you for who you are and okay if they are not liking you for who you are, okay? <laughs> Stop trying to be one type of person and appeal to everyone because the truth is it doesn't matter who you are, no one will ever be liked 100% of the time by 100% of the people. And so if you just think about who you are at your core, you'll realize that you don't need to go out and copy and be like someone else. You can just be yourself, okay? Number four, you have to stop talking. So stop with your super long intros, your boring and rambling stories, unless you're a story time channel, okay? Stop being so self-involved in your videos thinking like, Oh guys, I'm really sorry. I haven't made a video in a little while. My aunt has been sick. And the truth is, especially if you're like a tutorial channel, people don't care about the story. They want the solution. Now, if you're a different type of channel, like a story time channel, they come for the story so you can give them that. But still, they're coming to be entertained so they don't want to be delayed in getting into the story, if that makes sense. So really think about that and take into account that the newer your channel is, the less people know you and the less time you've bought from them to go on about your personal life. Now, if you're someone who has millions of subscribers and they love you and they're gonna sit through the entire first two minutes of you explaining where you've been and why you haven't been on YouTube, that's fine. You've earned that time from your subscribers, but if you're new, you haven't. You just need to get into the meat of whatever your video is about. Along the stop talking vein, we're also gonna be talking about stop spamming your competition or groups in Facebook groups and everyone else for sub for sub comments, asking for collabs from people that you have no previous relationship with, you can offer nothing to them, stop doing that, okay? You're probably gonna get yourself banned or blocked or called out for just being not genuine because you have nothing to do and add to the conversation that isn't selfish. So stop 
talking, especially about yourself. Now, if you want to bring something to the conversation that is helpful, asking questions about other people, that is called building community. That is different than just being super self-involved, self-absorbed, and all about yourself. Okay, there's a big difference. All right, so the next one is you need to stop being blind. Okay, so stop being obsessed with vanity metrics. I know, I said it. There you go. Be aware of the metrics that actually matter. So I'm not talking about be obsessed with the number of video views that you got. Don't be obsessed with the number of subscribers that you have. Be obsessed about things that matter. So we're talking average view durations, the total number of videos that you've uploaded, the total minutes watched from your people. Those are the types of numbers and trends that you should be worried about, not how many people have hit the subscribe button. It is really hard, especially as a new creator, to figure out some numbers matter more than others. And when you're new, you usually end up focusing on the wrong ones. Stop thinking that your thumbnails don't matter. Stop making your thumbnails be an afterthought. Stop thinking that absolutely everyone is just going to come into your video and realize that what is in it is the most important part because you may have the best nightclub and party ever, but if there's no sign, if there's no bouncer, if there's no line out their door, if there's nothing to attract people to this party, no one's ever going to come inside of it, okay? You could have the most delicious cake ever, but if you wrap it in something that looks like garbage, no one's ever going to come inside and be like, oh my goodness, this is the most delicious thing that I've ever tried in my entire life, okay? Just like you wouldn't give someone a present where it was completely unwrapped. You want to make sure that the dressing is attractive enough to get people into your video so that they can enjoy how good the content is. So remember, you have to have an attractive house on the outside before you can get a potential buyer inside to tour it and want to buy it, okay? All right, so this goes along with how do you make the most attractive thumbnail? All of that good stuff is stop being lazy, okay? Stop thinking of that stuff as an afterthought. Think about it in your head about what would make the most attractive thumbnail. What is the best part of the video? What is, you know, the real message that you're trying to send? And then you package that beautifully. So you can't think about it after. You probably have to be thinking about it before, during, and after. So stop uploading without looking at your titles, your tags, your thumbnails, your captions, the first 200 characters of your description box. All of these things combine to make it so that your video is attractive for people to want to watch it and YouTube to fully understand what your video is about, okay? So stop naming your vlogs, vlog 142, Tell me about the lesson or the thing that was most poignant in it and most important as a life lesson that you're trying to tell us with your storytelling. Give me that in the title. When it comes to your content distribution tips, right? I've talked about it before. Stop being lazy by just posting the link and then having your thumbnail be truncated to a small little box. We call it that stupid tiny little box. You want to make sure that you upload the photo of your thumbnail, your beautiful thumbnail that you took all that time to work on. Make sure you upload that and then you put the link underneath it. 
That way you have a beautiful thumbnail, you have items that are native to the platform, and you're still linking to your video. If you have closed captions, which you should, you should take that SRT file, format it, make a blog post on your own website, embed your YouTube video in the middle of your blog. There you go. Now you have those views that are coming from your blog. You have another place online that your video can be found. All of this stuff is important. So even things like setting up a free blogger account, even if you wanted to do that, use the YouTube share button, post it to blogger. You have one more place where your video is embedded and living. Why would you not do this? It's because people are being lazy and they don't think about content distribution beforehand. So think about it. Shiny object syndrome is so real. So here I come and I'm telling you to stop squirreling. Okay. It's where you're like, that dog is like, Ooh, a squirrel. And they stop thinking and focusing on what it is that they were doing. So yes, you can grow and evolve as a person. But if you do that on your channel with a variety, you're going to be disappointed with how fast your channel is going to grow. So I get it. I've done it on my channel. I've made the mistake. I tried to do way too many things that were not related, like beauty unboxings and Photoshop tutorials. Sometimes maybe it wasn't the best or iMovie tutorials and then, you know, makeup <laughs> and it just doesn't work as well. So I'm telling you, you can find different ways to marry different genres. Yes. But if one week it's a Photoshop and then the next week it's about YouTube advice and the next week it's about iMovie, you know what I'm saying? It's just going to be a really rough road for you. So you want to be careful with that. But you do want to look at your metrics. You want to look at what's doing well. You want to find something that's resonating with your audience. If you like it, double down on it. Go again. Do it again. Do it again. Do more of it. Absolutely. All right. The next one is you have to stop wishing. Stop wishing that you have this viral video because what good is a viral video on a channel that only has one video? What good is a viral video on a channel that's not monetized? You know, one viral video isn't going to help you that much in the long run. You have to be able to have a library of videos that is going to sustain people's interest past one video. Okay. Stop asking people for shout outs. A shout out from the wrong person is not going to help a lot. And a shout out from the right person Mm, it may or, it may or may not help. It really is going to depend on their audience, what their audience likes, how they introduce you. But the truth is that is not a strategy. A strategy is create content that is helpful for other people. And if another creator likes it and shouts you out, that's awesome. But stop asking other people to do it for you because it's not their job to help you grow your channel. It's your job to have content that's going to help you grow your channel. Okay stop silent publishing stop relying on youtube only to notify your people of new videos so here is the deal youtube finds videos for viewers it does not find an audience for your videos listen again because i know it sounds very similar but they are not the same youtube finds videos for its viewer youtube does not find an audience for your videos that is not their job that is your job how you do that right? It's going to be from not being a lazy publisher. It's going to be emailing your friends and family. It's going to be publishing on Twitter. It's going to be bringing attention from all your other social media sites, you know, Instagram and all of the other sites that you have, your collective network, bringing people to the audience. That is what YouTube wants to see. If YouTube sees that a whole bunch of people are coming from outside of YouTube, coming onto the platform, starting sessions, watching your video and really enjoying it and watching more, 
then they start to think maybe this is a video that should be served more but it's not just going to be like oh billy published a new video let's tell everyone because they've already come out in videos and said sometimes they only release a 10 percent notification to the people who have said that they want it and depending on how those people react that is going to gauge whether or not they continue to push it out so if you think about it YouTube is not going to do you any favors when it comes to distributing your content unless it's good and you've already shown them that it is good and keeping people keep keeping people's attention and keeping them on the platform. Do not expect that YouTube is going to be your best hype person. The best hype person has to be you. It has to be. No one else can be responsible for growing your YouTube channel. YouTube can't care about your channel more than you care about it, okay? It just isn't going to work. So stop dreaming about AdSense. AdSense is not permission to start making money. It is not the end-all be-all for how you're going to make money, okay? So you think 4,000 hours, 1,000 subscribers, that's when I start to make money. No, because also the money that you make from AdSense is pretty minimal. So if you have 1,000 views, maybe you're going to get a dollar. So if you leverage that out to make a living off of YouTube, you have to be having thousands, millions, tens of millions of views every month to have that income coming in. But what if you're a children's channel and they stop serving ads on those types of things? A lot of those channels, some of the big ones, they're starting to shut down because they cannot support an entire staff. They cannot support an entire crew with the AdSense money that is no longer coming in because they put all of their eggs or a lot of them in the AdSense bucket, okay? So start diversifying income streams as early as possible, as soon as possible, affiliate sales, brand deals, merch, e-courses, whatever it is. And in fact, I have a podcast episode on ways that you can make money besides AdSense. I will put it as a link in the description show notes. Okay. Go listen to that one because the people who think that AdSense is going to pay all of their bills and it's when all of the money starts to come in, you are sorely mistaken. So here's one that could be a little bit more controversial, but I'm going to say stop watching every single YouTube guru that is out there. I know. Stop it, okay? You've already watched enough. You know enough to get started. So when you start doing instead of listening, that's when you learn the most. You will always be learning. It never stops. You will always learn along the way, okay? But the problem is you will start watching these YouTube gurus and you will be 100 videos in and you will still have never created a video. You will have not uploaded anything. And so you're doing yourself a disservice by being distracted to the point of confusion or delaying, okay? It's different if you have made a whole bunch of videos and you're looking to up your level, but it's a whole nother thing if you haven't even started yet and all you've ever done is listen to gurus because just because you watched 100 videos from video influencers or anyone else, it doesn't mean that now you are a YouTube expert. It means that you are a YouTube viewer. Okay, so the next one is stop being so fancy, okay? You don't need fancy brand photo shoots. You don't need to worry about your websites and your fancy funnels yet. You don't have to obsess over your brand colors, which could change in the future. You don't need to go out and buy every single course because you're not going to end up doing any of the work anyway, okay? You need to stop thinking that you're going to build your own e-course 
without building an audience or any authority first. So stop doing these things that you're seeing these big YouTubers and Instagrammers and gurus doing because you're not there yet. You don't have an audience to sell to even if you created an e-course, congratulations, good for you. Who are you gonna sell it to? If you don't have an audience yet, there's no one there that's going to buy your course. If you don't have any authority yet, no one is gonna believe you enough to buy your course, okay? So along with stop being fancy, that means stop wasting money on things early on that aren't going to serve you, okay? So it means don't buy advertising just for views when you don't have anything to sell, anything to recoup that money back. At that point, you're just buying views. It doesn't mean it's targeted views as much as they would like to say that. You're gonna see a higher rate dislike ratio, you're going to see people who aren't going to subscribe, it's not going to help you that much, okay? If you are anyone out there who's ever bought any followers, bought any comments, anything like that, please don't do this. Not only is it a violation of terms of service against YouTube, against Instagram, they're smart enough to know when all you get is 6,000 views all immediately between the hours of midnight and 1 a.m. and then nothing else all day. They're smart enough to know when you get 5,000 new people and you haven't posted on Instagram in three months or it's only every two months where you get an influx of subscribers and then crickets any other time. So just don't do this. And I know it seems like it's gonna be a shortcut and it's gonna make you look more legitimate. It's not, okay? There's nothing worse, and I've seen it on my channel too, right? I can have 30,000 subscribers, but 50 views on a view video. That doesn't look good either. Now, I had a big influx of subscribers, and we've talked about this before on regrets and mistakes that I've made on my YouTube journey where I did a huge back-to-school giveaway and I got a large amount of subscribers, but they don't engage with my content. So it actually is harder for me because my engagement doesn't seem to be coming from a group of people that are actually interested in my content. So that doesn't make me feel good and trying to actually use any of those numbers and analytics to grow my channel and what direction I'm going in is harder because all of my numbers are tainted and clouded by all of this dirty data. So the next one is stop hiring a team if you don't need them yet, okay? So don't hire a video editor until you're so overwhelmed with creating videos and you are the bottleneck in getting videos out on time. But you still have to be able to learn how to do these things until you're at that point where you can hand it off. Because if you don't know how to edit a video, how can you give direction or feedback to the editor that you're going to hire? How are you going to know what kinds of questions to ask them? How are you going to know if the rate that they're quoting you and the timetable that they're giving you is accurate if you don't have the knowledge yourself? Now, don't confuse that just because you wanna outsource something, okay? Just because you wanna hire someone because you say you suck at it and your zone of genius is somewhere else. Is it that you really suck at it and you just don't wanna do it? Or is it because you don't wanna do it because you stink at it? Do you know what I'm saying? So it could be that you're really awesome at doing something and you know like, hey, I can edit all of these videos and no one can do it as fast as I can, but then knowing that you're a bottleneck to getting videos out versus, oh, I just don't know how to edit. I don't wanna do it, so I'm gonna offload it onto someone else. That's different. Those are two different things. I know they sound kind of similar, but they're not. So you should not be offloading anything to anyone else that you can't already do yourself. You should be able to then learn how to build a website or learn how to do your email funnel. You should be able to know how to edit a video. And then when you become overwhelmed because not it's not that you're not good at it, but you don't have time to do it, 
that's when you can hire on someone else. But you need to also be making money to pay for them to cover those costs. Because if you're just throwing money at something, you're going to drain through your savings. You're going to not be able to pay them. It's not going to be a good situation for anyone because then you're going to have to let everyone go. And then you could be up a creek if you let go your editor, but you still don't know how to edit because you got to step up to the plate and fill in after you let them go. And the last thing is it is a waste of money and time if you do not pay for mentorship when you actually need it. Now, I know I said don't pay for courses if you're not going to do the work. Here's the thing. If you are going to do the work, if you're looking for someone to take you on a accelerated path from zero to, wow, I, I needed to know all of this stuff or wow, I didn't think about it in this way. That is when you should be spending the money. When you're ready for mentorship, when you're ready to elevate to the next level, when you're ready to accelerate your growth and when you're ready to do the work. That's when you bring in someone that has done it and that is going to bring you along and actually challenge you to be better. Okay, so you can't look at them as this holy messiah that is going to take you to the promised land because a lot of them, they're going to ask a lot of questions. They're going to make you reflect inward. They're going to ask you, how do you want to do things? How do you want to be perceived? And that's, you know, that coach mentality, helping you get to where you want to go, but not just telling you some information and then running. It really depends on the relationship that you want to have and the type of journey that you want to take. But I will say that when you're being fancy. People spend money on the things that don't matter, like hiring a team and buying followers or comments, but they don't spend money where they should, which is investing in yourself, in your learning, in your mentality when you're ready to do the work and when you're ready to elevate and accelerate your growth. So I know I threw a lot of information at you, so I really hope that you found this particular podcast helpful. I would love to hear your feedback and comments. I want to say thank you so much to the people who have left reviews. I'm going to read one really quickly because I think it's really awesome that I got them. This week's podcast review comes from Monique Moments and she said, this is a five-star review. Thank you so much, Monique. She said, Shelly talks about all the things you want to hear behind the scenes of a YouTube content creator. If you're wondering how to do something cool for your video editing, Shelly will save your day. She's such a great teacher here on the podcast and everywhere she sprinkles her creativity. So thank you so much, Monique, for your review. I really, really appreciate it. If you want to leave a review for me on Apple Podcasts, I would love to read it. I love reading all of the five-star reviews. And please do review the podcast because that is how it helps other people to find and discover the podcast. So like I said, this episode was brought to you by Vertical Video Marketing Academy, which is my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. If you're ready to elevate and accelerate your growth on social media, I want you to reach out to me. As always, I hope you guys have an awesome day. Thank you so much for listening. I will catch you in the next episode. Bye, guys.